Welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? I cannot stress to you guys on how disturbing this case is that we're about to look into. We really had no idea what we were getting into until we started looking into it. We only knew that she had gone missing and her father could potentially have a connection, but wow. Now, every single person connected to this case is guilty by association. DCFS failed Harmony. Her father obviously failed her. Her stepmother failed her. It's just sad that all these people failed her. I believe that more than just the main suspects in this case should be held accountable. All of the people in this department should be fired because no one protected Harmony. Absolutely. The reason that we finally covered this case today, guys, is because we won. This was a highly recommended case in the last couple of years. And because we had not hit our three-year mark, sadly, we had to postpone it. But we did decide to bring it forward as a bonus for TikTok once we got to the 10K followers on the new account. And obviously, we are going to have a new 25k bonus coming your way that will be announced shortly absolutely the more bonuses we get to the more cases we can cover guys now just please be aware that this is a disturbing case so obviously as we cover most of these cases don't have small children around probably not best for them to hear this now harmony montgomery was born june 14th 2014 She does share a birthday with our daughter. Right, though? That was the first thing that caught me, too. Sadly, there isn't much information in relation to the kind of child Harmony Montgomery was out in the media because, sadly, no one really gave two shits. But that's okay. We're going to talk about her personality here a little later on. Harmony and her brother, Javinson, who is younger than her, spent most of their lives in foster care. Now, before Harmony was even born, her dad, Adam Montgomery, had already pled guilty to armed robbery. Also, an assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. What a great dad. I was just about to say, what a winner. After he broke into an apartment and threatened the woman with a pellet gun, Adam demanded money from these women and held a gun to one of their necks. Luckily, the police arrived and arrested him and another guy that he was with. Just shy of that, Adam then pointed one of the pellet guns to a police officer before he was wrestled down to the ground and arrested. Now that's when it's okay for a cop to pull somebody down. Just saying. A little later on, when Harmony was only four months old, Adam was actually arrested for shooting a man in the face while attempting to buy three grams of heroin. He was obviously charged with armed robbery, armed assault, carrying a firearm without a license, and also discharging a firearm within five feet of a building. Sadly, he only spent 18 months in prison for that. Like, how is that possible? The justice system is screwed. I'm not really sure why he was only in jail for that amount of time, but... Again, failed justice system. Doesn't surprise me either. They can't even protect the kids, let alone have proper sentencing for people that deserve to be in jail much longer. 
Prior to that, in July of 2007, Adam Montgomery was accused of stalking a 15-year-old girl into her home and shouting at her that she had stolen his cell phone. And even though he was charged with burglary and a misdemeanor simple assault, the case was dismissed in January of 2008. Again, failed justice system. We're still letting this dude walk around. He sounds like a keeper, ladies. What to look forward to in the future. In 2007, he was charged with criminally threatening his 15-year-old girlfriend with a knife, and he was only sentenced to 110 days in jail. And, you know, these short-term jail sentencing is the reason why it's like a slap on the wrist. Oh, don't do that. And then, you know, you're just making these types of people turn around and be like, oh, I'm not going to get charged with a lot if I do this because it's just going to be a slap on the wrist. Exactly. Now, 18-year-old Adam Montgomery was charged with stabbing a minor in the leg and pushing him out of a moving vehicle. According to the Lieutenant Robert Cunna, the incident happened because Adam believed he sold fake drugs. He was sentenced to four years in prison and he only served 383 days. Again, slap on the wrist. So just a little bit over a year. Wow. He seems to have a real big horseshoe up his ass when it comes to jail time. He also had a problem with violence with all the women he was involved with. I mean, he had violence towards Harmony, her mother. Harmony's mother, Crystal Saray, also had a small criminal record from 2011. One count receiving stolen property and she also struggled with drugs for, you know, quite some time. In July of 2018, Harmony and her little brother were placed in the foster care system after their mother, Crystal, lost custody due to her long-reigning issues with drugs. Now, Jameson was adopted in November of 2019 by Blair and Jonathan Miller, a couple who had already adopted two other sons, and at this time, Blair Miller was the anchor for WFXT-TV 25 News, And Jonathan was a paramedic when they began to foster Jameson. Now, it was always their intention to adopt Jameson permanently when they learned from the boy that he had a sister named Harmony, who he was very close with, beginning to inquire about adopting Harmony as well to keep the siblings together. These poor kids were thrown into a lot of different homes, and sometimes Harmony and Jameson were together, so Jameson often talked about Harmony. The Millers have kept in contact with Harmony and Jameson's mother, Crystal. At this time, they decided to bring up the subject of also adopting Harmony. Obviously, they decided to reach out to Adam on social media and see if they could get the kids together, since Adam was awarded full custody somehow, some way of Harmony. However, they never heard back from him. I don't even understand. I like literally don't understand how this dude even got custody after all of his charges. Like it should be illegal for that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's why I think that they should all be held accountable. Every last person, including the judge in this case. They totally dropped the ball. Like you didn't look at his rap sheet and be like, wow, this dude is obviously aggressive towards women. Harmony being a little girl, like probably not a good idea, you know? At the time that Adam was living with his wife, Kayla Montgomery, and their three children, who were one, two, and four at the time, at this point, Crystal was trying to get her life in order and take care of herself and clean up. 
she got herself together and she tried to get in touch with Harmony. Crystal claims she started making calls in June of 2019. She said she made about 27 calls to DCF trying to locate Harmony. After finding out Harmony had been adopted by her father, Adam, Crystal said, and I quote, I told DCF one million times that it was not a good idea. I knew this would happen. Nobody listened to me. I told them that this man shouldn't have her. He was short-tempered with her. He had a short temper with me. He was very controlling. And I knew with Harmony being his firstborn, he had some kind of spite over me. His own blood family said the same thing. Did you even look at his records? No, because he barely went to visit. He barely tried. I'm like so disgusted. Anyways, Crystal claims that Adam was a violent man and he often choked her, even when Crystal was pregnant with Harmony. Right away, I already agree with that. From what I gather, he was also trying to get his hands on Jameson somehow. Luckily, Jameson had already been in a new home. Sadly, because Harmony was a little older, she was not obtained in some sort of permanent option there. As Jameson loves his sister so much, she equally loves him and thought of him quite often as well. She wanted him to meet the other kids because she loved the other kids too, her other brothers and sister. On November 18th of 2021, Crystal called the Manchester, New Hampshire Police Department and told them that she had not seen Harmony since April of 2019. And when she talked to Harmony on FaceTime, during which her daughter seemed to be a little scared. Poor baby. Crystal said he stopped my visits three days before Easter in 2019 because of the last FaceTime I had with her. He totally blocked me on everything. I had a bad feeling because of how he was acting in the visits. He would sit on top of us, basically. I barely could have any privacy with her on FaceTime. He was muting, yelling at her, telling her what to say and what not to say. She just looked terrified. And she just looked lost. In two months of having her, she went from being my happy little talkative, sassy little girl to a shell of harmony. This took place at the end of May and the beginning of June of 2019. This was the very first time I called DCF in Massachusetts to ask them if there was any transition plan, if they've been checking on her Massachusetts DFS, basically never did the transition plan. They never once checked on her Massachusetts DCF case. They were supposed to keep the case for six months after placement to make sure that he was doing the right thing. I don't understand to this day why he was able to, you know, just take her and run off to New Hampshire. That totally just makes no sense, blows my mind. That same day, Crystal sent a letter to the office of Joyce Craig, the mayor of Manchester, New Hampshire. The email was titled, My Daughter is Missing and DCF Won't Help. Now, in this email, Crystal explains that Harmony's father had custody of her. She was under the impression that Adam Montgomery was currently homeless and once again using drugs, that DCF had noted that Harmony had bruises and she was living in a home which did not have a running water or electricity, and the agency was yet to remove her from the home. She went on and said that DCF had done nothing to help Crystal find her. Now, where I'm from, even if you, you know, so much as have like an argument in front of your child, CPS will get involved pretty much right away, especially if your child's like in counseling or talks a lot in school. 
Like, how the hell isn't any of these people being held responsible for her disappearance? Like, I don't understand why DCFS dropped the ball. The judges dropped the ball. Everybody, they even had a home lined up for Harmony that seemed like a really good home with her brother. Overworked, underpaid, working from paycheck to paycheck, people not really giving a shit about their job. Give me the job. I can help them. I mean, though, but for real, like you just like make certain people allowed to do their jobs, but then they drop the ball. Even the same thing in, you know, another case. It's just sad, like all these kids just dropping through the cracks. You know what I mean? Now, Harmony was supposed to be in first grade and Adam never enrolled her in school. Shocker, because he's controlling and didn't want her talking at school. Now, this whole time she missed tons of doctor's appointments, schooling, she had a regular doctor due to a disability in her eye. Yeah, she went to none of that. Now, Crystal begged them, please, please help me find my daughter before she ends up like that little boy that just passed away due to neglect from the department. My next step is going to the media to get whatever help I need to find her and bring her home safe. Now, the case that Harmony's mother was referring to was the case about Elijah Lewis, who was found dead in October of 2021. Also, another very disturbing case of neglect that was dropped in the cracks. I can name a few off the top of my head. Now, maybe someday we're going to cover his case as well. But back to Harmony. Crystal received an email back indicating that they had no jurisdiction and to contact legal aid, basically to assist her in finding out in the matter over in New Hampshire. Like, thanks for coming to my help. Thank God Crystal was looking for her daughter. Otherwise, none of this would have gotten to the place it did today. Crystal went to a different address to see if she can find her based upon information she had received, and she was never, ever able to find them. Now, at least the mayor sent the foreword to the police, and the police did start an investigation. They started looking for Adam and Harmony right away after that. Congratulations to the police for finally doing something. Now, they could not find this guy anywhere. It was not until December 27, 2021, that DCF told law enforcement they were unable to locate Adam or Harmony, and detectives began seeking out family members who may be able to give them insight as to where Adam and his daughter were. On December 30th of 2021, detectives made contact with Adam's brother, Michael. Michael told detectives that he had raised concerns about his niece's well-being because the last time he seen Adam and Harmony, he suspected that his brother had been abusive to the five-year-old girl. Big shocker. I mean, I don't really feel like they did much there to assist. I think they could have been louder, but whatever. Michael said that Adam was very short with Harmony and he heard from other family members that Harmony had been seen with a black eye. And Kevin, Adam's uncle, had not seen Harmony or Adam since late 2019 and had a lot to say, specifically how he was angry because he had called DCF back in 2019 and they had done absolutely nothing. Like all these people calling and telling them that something's wrong and they're just like, whatever. Like, it's it's so crazy. Now, Kevin claims that he had visited his nephew, Adam, after returning from a trip to Florida in July of 2019. And when he saw that Harmony had that black eye, he asked Adam what happened. Adam told him that he had been the one to have given it to Harmony. Because when Adam went to the bathroom, he heard 
his son crying. He ran out and found harmony with the child. She had placed her hand over the baby's mouth to stop him from crying. So Adam bashed her around the house, resulting in Harmony getting the black eye. And you're still going to let this guy keep this child? Kevin also said that Adam often went off with his punishments on Harmony. She was often treated like she was a pile of trash. She would be forced to stand in the corner, not allowed to even use the washroom, and basically having to soil herself, which would get her into more trouble. Also, this prick Adam forced her to use her own toothbrush to clean the toilets in the house. Honestly, if it was me, I would have just used his toothbrush. Detectives with the Manchester Police Department then located Adam's wife, Kayla Montgomery. Kayla claimed that the last time she had seen Harmony was in November of 2019. Before she left for work in the morning, she claimed that her husband Adam had told her that he had driven Harmony to Lowell, Mass, and he left her with her mother, Crystal, and Kayla never saw or heard anything about Harmony ever again. Now, the detectives asked Kayla about the black eye. Kayla said that she had gotten it after being hit in the face with a toy that was thrown at her by one of the other kids. A totally different story and also protecting Adam, which is just ridiculous that she's protecting this bag of crap. On November 27, 2019, the entire family had been evicted from their home and they began living on the streets in their two vehicles, a 2010 Silver Chrysler Sebring and a 2006 Blue Audi S4. And you can afford a Audi S4, but you can't afford to take care of your child properly. Makes yeah. total sense. Now, I also heard that those cars were not even their vehicles to begin with. Precisely. The police decided to reach out to Christina Lubin, which would be Kayla's mother. Now, she claimed that the last time she had seen Harmony was in winter of 2019. She couldn't remember the exact date, I mean, shocker, until she talked to her daughter, who reminded her that it had been the day after Thanksgiving. Christina said that Adam, Kayla, and their children had been living with her, and after December 6, Harmony was with her mother. Not exactly sure what happened between the time that Adam and Kayla split up, but it looks as though there was some domestic issues between Kayla and Adam, and then Adam moved to Maine to be with his new girl. Just keeps getting new girlfriends, keeps getting off. It's crazy. Now, on July 2nd, 2021, Christina filed a restraining order against Adam. The reason she did that was because he showed up at their house and was knocking on all the windows and also just hanging out randomly stalking them like a big fat creeper. But no, really. Christina's boyfriend also found a steak knife outside around the house near where Adam had been seen by the neighbors. Christina thought that he was a nice guy for a couple of years and she realized he was pretty evil to say the least. Dude should still be in prison, but that's just my opinion. Now on December 31st, 2021, Patrol officers found Adam and his new girlfriend Kelsey sleeping in the vehicle on Harvell Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Kelsey told the police that she had been seeing Adam for about a year and while she was aware that he had three children from a previous relationship with Kayla, she did not know anything about Harmony and Adam never mentioned anything about Harmony. Kelsey also said that during her time with Adam, he had not been in contact with any of his kids. The detective asked Adam where Harmony was and he then stated he had seen her recently 
and then he changed his story and said that he hadn't seen her since Crystal had picked her up in 2019. He also had no interest in speaking to the police officers about anything in relation to Harmony. Big shocker. Didn't seem like he really gave a shit about it either. Now, when it comes to Crystal, Harmony's mother's boyfriend confirmed that he had been with her since 2019 and he had never met Harmony the entire time they were together. So there was no way that Harmony could have ever been there. Absolutely. Now, on January 4th, 2022, Adam was finally arrested and charged for second degree assault, stemming from the black eye that he originally had given Harmony in 2019. He was also charged with interfering with custody, also child endangerment. And of course, this loser pled not guilty and he is currently in jail for some other charges. And apparently he was scheduled for this in November in relation to Harmony's murder trial. However, it looks like the trial has been postponed until February of 2024. I got my clock set for that one. Kayla was also charged and arrested with, get this, welfare fraud. It had been found out that she continued to collect food stamps in Harmony's name. It had been discovered that she had collected about $1,500 in food stamps. Poor child's not even eating none of that food. Now, Kayla pled not guilty. Big shocker. Now she is still in jail. The police finally did their job for once and was able to get some information from Kayla directly. And this information is a little bit more recently available. These are the details that are coming from Kayla. The police had indicated that Adam had killed her on the morning of December 7th, 2019. Family had headed to a Burger King and Harmony had an accident in her pants and Adam flew into a rage, repeatedly hitting Harmony in the head with his closed fist. After a few moments, Adam made a statement, I think I really hurt her this time. I think I did something. I think I did something. Even though Harmony was in distress, no one did anything to help her or give her any sort of medical attention. The little girl's body was kept in a duffel bag and moved it from place to place with them for months. Now, the prosecutors say DNA evidence and Facebook and Google searches date back to their timeline at a family shelter. Harmony's body was placed into a ceiling fan and only moved when the neighbors complained about the smell at the Union Street Apartments. Harmony was kept for a while in a bedroom closet bathroom. Adam used that shower to default Harmony's body and place it into a small tote bag before hiding Harmony's body into a refrigerator freezer in a massive search. Police seen that the refrigerator and other items camera recorded this exclusive video inside of the Unit Street apartment the next day. According to the affidavit, Harmony was also stored in the tote bag in the commercial freezer in the Portland Pie Company where Adam worked. Ultimately, the affidavit alleges that on the 3rd of March, 2020, Adam ended up renting a U-Haul truck from a friend in Manchester Kayla said that Adam made an overnight trip by himself to dispose of the bag containing her body. These images of the U-Haul truck were captured by surveillance cameras at the Mystic Tobin Bridge on both the north and southbound sides from 4.44 a.m. to 5.25 a.m. However, the body has never been found. But in April, a police search to the marches of Riviere looking for Harmony, according to the affidavit, 
Adam Montgomery, looking very tired, returned to New Hampshire at about 5 to 6 a.m., saying it was done. What a fucking living nightmare. I can't even express how much I did not want to do this case any longer, but I'm doing it for her. I want to warn you, the details that are coming are probably going to hurt and haunt you in your nightmares, so just be cautious while listening. Well, please share what you have to say. We all know how things happen. Now, is this accurate, what Kayla is saying? Mostly accurate. Kayla had a little bit more involvement than she's letting on, but we'll get into that a little bit later once we get to that point. She wants to talk about many things, including her life and the good and the bad and the ugly. First thing Harmony shows me is that she is a really big fan of Barbies and she really loves Disney princesses. She shows me that Cinderella was one of her favorites, also Rapunzel. She shows me that the movies were one of her favorites because, well, the long blonde golden hair. Just like Rapunzel, she had really long hair. She also related to Rapunzel because she was not with her family. She had her father, yes, but she never had that genuine love. And I think that's another reason she really liked Cinderella, because she could relate to her as well based upon how she was treated. I mean, of course she did, poor girl. She shows me she was extremely smart. She was quick as a whip. She understood so much, and she tried her absolute hardest not to get in trouble. When she was with her foster families, she was a little bit high-strung, and a little energetic, and they had a hard time adjusting anywhere. She said she had constant temper tantrums, and her only constant in life was Jameson. I mean, that's very normal for a young kids to be bouncing around. There's no stability, no constant in their life, so of course they're going to act up, you know, and it's just really sad that no one tried to help Harmony. No one ever really treated her like she was loved. She did, however, have a fondness for her mother, and any time she got the opportunity to talk to her mom, she was elated. Although it was far and few between, she did appreciate those moments. How did Harmony feel about her father, even though I'm pretty sure I already know? <laughs> she wanted more than anything for him to love her and to be happy with her. Those moments only lasted about two to three minutes at a time, only when her father was in an exceptionally good mood, and most of the time he was not. She was afraid of him. She shows me that in addition to the abuse, which we will talk about in a moment, he also molested her. She shows me that he made her his slave. She shows me she had to cook for him. She had to feed him, hand feed him. She had to feed the other children. She really wasn't allowed to be a child. And then when she didn't follow directions perfectly, she would be beaten. She would be punished in inhumane ways. She shows me a couple of things. One thing she shows me, she was making macaroni and cheese, forgot to put the milk in there, and he spanked her and beat her ass hard. He burned her skin with lighters. He pinched her. He would make her soil herself constantly. She was afraid to go to the washroom because anytime she would ask, they would always say no, including the stepmother. And then she would get punished for soiling herself. She was placed in the bathtub with hot water to burn her skin. She was punched in the face way too often. She had multiple concussions and they were never taken care of. I'm seeing that she didn't get taken care of by dad whatsoever. Food taken for her when she didn't clean up all the messes in the house. She shows me she even electrocuted herself and nothing was done about it. But she didn't understand what was going on and Adam just ignored it. 
Now, did his wife at the time just sit there and watch this? From what I gather, she was not a happy camper when it comes to the fact that Adam had Harmony to begin with. She thought that Harmony was weird. She didn't know how to handle the mental health side of things or the physical issues with her eye. She was closed off from Harmony. And her children continued to be born, one after another. She also treated Harmony very terribly. She went along with not feeding her any time. Even when Adam wasn't home, she still wouldn't feed her. If Harmony did anything to her children, she would lose it on her and beat her too. She would hit her with shoes. She would also run after her and scream at her and pinch her cheeks and pull her ears. Anything she could do. And of course, Adam was obviously the more aggressive one. But she stood by and watched him and sometimes cheered him on. There were many occasions where he would hit her severely and she just did nothing. Didn't even have any emotions about it. Doesn't surprise me. Unfortunately, scum finds scum. Now, Kayla kept this all hidden and she definitely is trying to play the victim here in this moment. Now, did Adam or Kayla hurt any of the other children? I do see that there were elements of abuse, obviously. He did hit them all often, and Kayla did hit them as well, but it was not to the extent that Harmony got it. He also beat Kayla as well, which was a consistent thing on a daily basis, and she kept all of that secret. He started doing this within a couple of months of them seeing each other. If the kids acted out, she would get beaten up as well. So whenever Harmony would act out, she would blame Harmony for having her own beatings. What drives me absolutely crazy in this particular situation that is even if Kayla felt scared to say something, why didn't she say something after the fact? You know, she could have informed somebody, including the police. I couldn't say anything when I was with him because he's crazy, but this is what happened. You know, she could have maybe saved some time and manpower to get this case solved and this dude in prison a lot sooner. And maybe even found Harmony's body where Adam put it? Oh yeah. Even with her collecting food stamps in Harmony's name every single month, knowing that this child no longer exists but still doing it, she only cared about herself. And I know for a fact that she was promised a deal in this situation. But that is why she's talking like a little birdie at the moment. But what she fails to realize is that she's never going to have her children again. She's going to go to prison for a long time. And in addition to that, every day waking up and realizing and knowing that you were part of a child being murdered and you did nothing. I feel like she did nothing when he beat her other children as well. We all know that abused women are scared to stand up to people when it comes to themselves or children, but sometimes you just have to put all of those things aside and do with what's best for your kids. I don't know what I would do in this case, but I certainly know what I wouldn't do. I would try to signal someone at the many different shelters that they were at. I know when you do the intake at a shelter, they ask a lot of questions. She should have talked to them at that point too. She could have talked to her mother when she was staying at her mother's home. I do not feel like she talked to her mother about any of this. I mean, I know what I would have done in this situation. I had a pretty tough childhood growing up and if I seen something like this, I would say something. I don't care. Beat me up. I don't give a crap. I'm an adult. This is a child. You know what I'm saying? Like I did stuff as a child to protect my siblings and I was a kid. So I just feel like you see something, you say something, you know? Now, Adam's trial is next year in 2024 in February, as we spoke about earlier. How do you think everything's going to go with that? The good news is, is that they do have a lot of evidence now. 
Obviously, Kayla is going to be the main person that is placed on stand against him, and he will be glaring at her with his evil eyes as she talks about it. She will stumble a bit because there's still lies that are coming out of her mouth to a degree. I feel like it'll be an open and closed case. Then he's going to receive his life sentence. In addition to all that, I do not feel like they're ever going to find her body. I do, however, feel like they will have found, you know, elements of evidence to confirm Kayla's story. I don't feel like Adam will ever admit to what he had done. I do feel like a much lighter sentence for her. She will get out of jail at some point. And I feel like she's probably going to have like a tell all of what took place, probably go on some sort of like show and read off the hard facts and talk about what took place. And she's going to pretend she has remorse. But in reality, it's all a lie. And as it goes for Harmony, how does she feel about all this? What is she doing? And has anything changed in her life? She was a strong little girl when she was alive. And even stronger now, she hangs out a lot with her mom. Her mom cries almost every day for her. And her mother has been very shaky when it comes to her own recovery for a long time, but she's doing it for her. Her mother has a lot of guilt surrounding her passing, which I get because she should have been there for her too. And once the trial is over with, she feels like her mother is going to turn a new leaf and help those who have had children in foster care and try to get better system going, which is a great idea. She is good. I don't necessarily know if she has a lot of family members that hang out with her up there. She's kind of one of those spirits that don't really have a lot of people with her currently. But from what I gather, she spends a lot of time with kids. Now, I did introduce her to Kaylee Anthony. There are a couple other kids as well that she hangs out with. Children that were murdered by their family members. She finds comfort in being with those kids. At least the kids her age. She has a really hard time with being around men in general, which, I mean, is understandable. She has not crossed over yet, but not because she can't. She just feels her duty to be with her mom. So that is why she's not going anywhere currently. She really likes Kaylee a lot. Eventually, I plan to get a Barbie doll, a Rapunzel doll, or a Cinderella doll, just so she can feel like this is a safe place, too. All the kids like toys, which is so funny and interesting, but also because she is welcome in my home at any point, and we will welcome her with open arms. I feel like a counselor at times because these kids also need that reassurance and these reminders that they're beautiful and did not deserve the things that took place, but they all understand it's a lot better. But sometimes, you know, they have their moments. She plays all the time and has her own collection of dolls and toys. She loves visiting other kids, including Jameson. She loves Kayla's mother, Christina. She thought she was a very nice lady. She always made sure to feed her, unlike Kayla would sneak her treats from time to time. Because I do feel like Christina had some sort of inkling that, you know, Harmony was being underfed and treated very poorly. I mean, that's great and all, but she still should have did something. If she had any sort of inclination, you know, it's just sad. All these people totally failed Harmony. Now, that's all we have for you guys today on harmony thank you harmony for sharing your story thank you liz for connecting with harmony i know this was a tough case i know these kid cases get to you especially when there is severe abuse involved it's nice that we are trying to provide some comfort to the listeners and to harmony until next time guys stay freaked out